track Jimmy one of the all-time great and, motivational tracks Yorks and tell me why we're playing that track because our students are the best around Yorks <laughs> they are the best around and nothing's gonna keep them down no and they've got a, a very exciting period of their lives coming up where yeah they've done a lot of hard work and I'm sure they are going to uh, have some success over the next few weeks no doubt no doubt so welcome to the final podcast episode for Game Plan Coaching and Wellbeing for 2020. It's an emotional time. It is, because the tears might start rolling in a couple of minutes. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, guys, our focus is obviously for this study period, the SWAT back period leading to your exams. So exams are, I believe, starting for most people next Tuesday, uh, which is English. Um, that's the, the sort of the marquee. Okay, let me rephrase that. It's the exam period. Forget swap back. It's just about swap back. Well, it rolls into next week, and it then does. as of next week, the exam period kicks in. And most people will have English on the Tuesday, the three-hour um, initiation, I guess, into the exam period. And then for those who don't do English, they might do English language, and that'll be on the Thursday. So pretty much everyone will get the ball rolling at some stage next week. So hence, our last episode will focus on. The final details of your preparation yeah well i'm glad you've updated me on where we're at <laughs> um, yeah look guys it's uh you've done all the hard work and uh this is like any sporting performance or whatever it is a musical performance just like with these uh elite people in life they're conditioning themselves for the game day which is the exams for you guys that's right so you in the last uh, episode, we would have discussed the, the investment of time during your swap back period and how important mm. that is to, to do the hard yards and get yourselves ready. And, and that now changes tack again in this, in this exam phase where you actually sit in the exams. Um, so first thing I guess we'd want you guys to think of is you want to be, be lightening up the load. You want to be tapering. So use the analogy of a swimmer yorks. Mm. Um, when swimmers go into competition, they do a, a real big block of training um, and they finish up a little bit before the, the meet. And in that last little period of time, they really freshen themselves up and start to focus on uh, the mental side of things rather than the physical. So that's where everyone should be at sort of in the next week or so. Well, I never was much of a swimmer, but that is a very Do good analogy. the Greek analogy. count yours? <laughs> no, they don't. It wasn't, yeah, we wouldn't call that swimming. Um, but you're right. All the hard work is done, guys. You've uh, put in the effort and this is really time to uh, really focus on getting ready mentally for what we have with the exams and everything you've done is leading up to that. And you want to, uh, I guess, get really harness that mindset to be able to be ready, be fresh and put yourself in the best mental condition to uh, succeed. And that's exactly what this next phase is, is that, that mental conditioning, the, mm. the, the positive mindset. And I guess appreciation of, of how hard you've worked to get in, how, how far you've come. It's hard in your own, in your own life to realize that the growth that you guys would have mm. experienced because you live your life every day. So, you know, I often say with, uh, with my own children, they get taller every day, but I don't realize that. But when somebody comes yeah. over and sees them, oh my God, your kids have grown. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happening to you guys, even though you, it doesn't feel like that. That's it. Sometimes it's incremental and it is, does take something where, yeah, you look back on where you were, let's say a few months ago. Well, you're like, just the start of the holidays, right? The, the term three break with the sacks mm. were just finishing and, 
you know, six, seven, eight weeks later, here we are. And you guys would have done a lot of prep in that period of time. So first things first, you should be proud of, be proud of your journey here, guys. Absolutely. And acknowledge it, even if it can be something you can measure, like how you're doing now with your practice exams. You know, you're able to do them without looking at it, your book. You are doing better. Uh, and that is a good way to measure how far you've come. So, yeah, we really want to start to look at the mindset, I think is a really important thing in the next few weeks because, yeah, look, it is, there is pressure, there is stress. You know, people have spoken about this for years and we're mm -hmm. kind of putting, can put ourselves in a difficult position mentally where we're, uh, I guess, uh, becoming overwhelmed by the prospect. But, you know, there are things we can do and a lot of it does relate to our self-talk, our thinking patterns that uh, always determine how we feel in life and uh, all the emotions we experience. So, you know, you want to start to become aware of what's going on in your mind because a lot of people will be going through these catastrophizing uh, statements. Yeah. If I don't do well, my life's over. Or if I don't get into my course, you know, you know, I can't do this job or all these type of catastrophizing thoughts. Magnification is what we call it as well. So start to become aware of the language you're using. And we talk about critical words as well, which is something we use that can put pressure on ourselves. Words like uh, should, must, can't, have. Uh, these words can place undue pressure. So we want to start to look at those statements, those words, and start to, I guess, reframe them. That's, uh, we, we've talked about sort of cognitive reframing before. And um, naturally in this, uh, in this stress state, you, you tend to focus on the negative stuff mm. rather than the then the positive things of how, how much you've grown and and how far you've come along your journey and how close you are to, to the end. Yeah. Right. And so much, so much positive is waiting for you, um, you know, in two or three weeks time when it's, when it's all over. Mm. So uh, that's a great, a great point you make yours about the, the, the language, the, the self language, I guess, that you guys are using. So you, the more you think about it, the more you'll catch yourself sort of um, with that negative slant. So we want you to, to mm. sort of, Re retrain yourself in a way to start thinking a little bit more positively because there's always going to be more exams that you could have done. There's always been more content that you could have learned, mm. but you've put in the time, you've put in the effort and you're in a much better position to do the best um, that you can, or you're the best around as our, as our opening track yeah. um, from the Karate Kid, for those who were wondering, <laughs> the original Karate Kid yours. Um, Soft film. The great film. Soft film. Back in the 80s. Um, so you're never going to get to a point where you're going to say, oh, I you know, I'm ready now. Mm. So you, you take stock of what you've done and where you've come from and, and you just do the best that you can. Yeah. Life will go on. Mm. Summer will happen. Hopefully without masks. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Fingers crossed, Jimmy. Um, look, it is healthy, of course, to want to really do well and have a bit of pressure, have a bit of stress, have a yeah, bit of anxiety. But balance right. Yeah, start to look at these uh, emotions as positive things. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a bit of stress that makes us perform, makes us work harder. Uh, we just want to keep it at a manageable level. And that's where the reframing comes in. Because while we may have comments of, if I don't get this mark, I'm not going to get into my course. You've, As Jimmy was pointing out, you want to have that, those self-comments, um, self-statements like, I have put myself in the best uh, position possible to do well. I've done all the hard work to do the best the that I can. The evidence is there. You guys have yeah. done it. You've, you've been there. You've done it. You've been through you know, countless sacks, mm. countless assessments over the years so this is just mm. the same you're rolling through the same scenarios just with the word exam attached to it absolutely so yeah you want to have that rational dialogue and if it is to do with a course and you're really feeling pressured to get a mark 
you know, also remind yourself, and it's not a negative thing to say, all right, well, I'm doing everything I can to achieve this result. But if I don't get that result, we'll deal with it later. That's a problem for later. And it's also a problem that I can address. You know, we can always have a plan B in life, guys, because if plan A doesn't work, we do work out a plan B. If we don't want to go down the plan B route, then well, how much do we actually want plan A? Yeah, that's right. So, but there are always avenues and we could talk for hours, me and Jimmy at our age, at the ripe old age of how old are we now? 57? Oh, not mention that, you're 60. Uh, <laughs> we are old, and uh, but we have a lot of friends who wanted to, let's say, become doctors. You know, one comes to mind, we won't name his name, great man. But yeah, it, it took a while for him to get to where he, he wanted to go. But because he wanted it, he went through a different avenue, a different uh, path, which was a bit longer, but it proved how much he wanted that goal. So we do uh, digress a little bit, but it does come down to that mindset training, that self-talk, which is so powerful. So remind yourselves, guys, you've had a great preparation. You know your content. Um, you know, look at the success you've had in either previous SACs, practice exams, um, and even when you haven't had success, remind yourself that, oh, I didn't do that well, but I went over the content that I didn't know well. So I'm increasing the chances that I will do That's well right. and be That's successful. Right. Absolutely. So the other, the other thing we want to, I guess, reiterate is the, is the importance of your routines right now. I know we sort of said this throughout, throughout the, I guess, throughout the whole podcast series about the, the importance of routines, but they really take on a premium level right now in keeping things nice and consistent. So again, we sort of repeat the your, your night before routine, you know, getting that nice wind down, looking after yourself, getting nice and relaxed. We don't we don't want you guys studying the night before an exam. You should be actually by sort of dinner of the night before, you should be looking at doing something enjoyable. Um, going out for, well, you can go out for dinner now, Yorks. We um, can. Um, doing something that's going to get your mind off things to a certain degree. I know it's hard to kind of completely switch off. But we don't want you starting up till 11 and 12 o'clock. You've just spoken about that many times, right. about the quality of sleep and the quality of memory retention and then uh, the effectiveness of the way that's going to influence your exam. So, you know, those routines that how are you going to prepare the night before to just nicely feel comfortable, get a good night's sleep, wake up in the morning, know what time, like you've got to think about the practicalities of, of, of the exam time as well. So there's, there's different times for the exams, as you guys will well be aware of now. Is it a 9 o'clock exam? Is it a 12 o'clock? Is it a 2? And your routines will adjust accordingly. Because if you've got a 9 o'clock exam, you've got to ask yourself, what time do you want to be at school? Okay, I want to be at school at 8.30. Okay, mm -hmm. then what time are you going to leave home? Traffic's actually starting to kick back in now because people are, so am I leaving at 8? Am I leaving at 7.45? Am I leaving at 8.15? You've got to start the fact of these decisions. And so that means what time am I waking up? Mm -hmm. When am I having my breakfast? You don't want to have that... Um, not sorted the night before or even a couple of days out. So then you wake up in the morning and, and stuff goes wrong when you don't, when you don't sort of um, mitigate for these things. Absolutely. And then, you, then that adds another, another layer of stress yeah. on your day, which and you don't need. And it causes anxiety, Jimmy, as we've spoken about many times, one of the pillars of anxiety being lack of control. You know, if we put those things in place, we feel more in control. If we feel more in control, we feel more relaxed. All it takes with these things sometimes is for something to go wrong you know, just to have a bit of a spanner in the works. And then, yeah, it can trigger some anxiety, that feeling of unsettledness. And that's, you don't want to be taking that into the exam, right? Mm. You want to go into the exam feeling as good as possible. Yeah. Um, obviously, you're going to be feeling nervous. But again, we've spoken about what are you going to do before the exam? Are you going to speak to your friends? Are you not going to speak to your friends? Are you going to go for a walk to just, you know, do a little bit of exercise to, to reduce a little bit of that anxiety? Mm. This is all foreseeable. And it's up to you 
um, to decide which way you want to go with it. And that, that's what we want you guys to take away from today is you need to set this out, whether it's on Trello, whether it's on a, um, a whiteboard or whatever, have a think about the way you're going to go and approach that, the, the performance. Mm. And the same, same goes as after. Yeah. Are you going to talk, talk about the answers afterwards? Are you going to, you're going to stew over that answer that, that you might've got wrong for three or four hours that is going to ruin the next sort of day's preparation. So you've got to get these routines in place now, mm. not next week, halfway through the exam period. Yeah. And you also, and Jimmy was touching on it before, you want to be looking at those sleep-wake cycles. Like if you've got a nine o'clock uh, exam in the morning, as opposed to at night, which <laughs> they don't have, um, you want to be conditioning your mind to be functioning at that time. And I'll look back to my uh, year 12, my English exam my whole swap back period was waking up at one in the afternoon and uh, just studying when I, when I got out of bed and it was probably the worst thing I ever did because come your nine o'clock exam. Yeah. I made it on time, but my brain was not functioning. It was not you didn't used wake to... up till the third essay yours. <laughs> exactly. It was not conditioned to work at that time. And it is such an important thing. You know, we do use sporting analogies a lot. And one of the, uh, things that I always look at is the, you know, the day before a big game mm -hmm. players don't, go out and do a full training session the day before they don't run themselves ragged. So, you know, converting it to where you, what you guys are doing now is, you know, you don't want to be doing excessive amounts of study. You don't want to have to sit a whole practice exam no, no, no and way. exhaust yourself. You want to be fresh. You know, if you're comfortable, if you will be more comfortable, go over your notes. That's it. Just, you know? just all you're doing is polishing up. Like, yeah. And let's just take the English exam because it's the first one coming. Um, you know, you're reviewing, you're reviewing some some quotes. You know, reading over some some content, thinking about how you plan your essays, depending on the prompts that you get. Mm. These are the things that you want to be thinking about because you're engaged, but you you're not actually um, sort of exhausting your energy levels and really trying to do you know a three hour simulation the day before that. We don't want you doing that, guys. We've got yeah. to keep fresh. Yeah, look, one of the things we did want to touch on as well is the practice of visualization. And it is, um, it's something that does involve you picturing in your mind the outcome of something before it's happened. As we know, sports people often use it. Uh, musicians can use it. Performance of any, of any variety. Absolutely. And in your case, it would involve you getting into a relaxed state. Uh, potentially, you can do it each night after you finish study to help you wind down as well. Mm -hmm. And then you start to go through a bit of mindfulness and breathing. Once you're feeling relaxed for a few minutes, we want you to mentally rehearse going into the exam mentally rest, you know, every little part sitting down, undertaking the exam. See yourself not just doing well, but staying relaxed at a time when you're feeling challenged. It's, it's great advice. It's yeah. great advice. And again, the key to what Yorgs is saying is to get yourself in a relaxed state to then start thinking about it. Because if you're not in a relaxed state and you're stressed and then you start to try to visualize, then that's going to associate the stress. Am I right, yours? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a matter of the fact that like, sports people may do it every day for weeks before a big event. They do it because they want to start associating the event with feeling relaxed. So if you're feeling relaxed, if you're getting to a point of relaxation and you're always starting to think of your exam in that state, it's not a bad thing because you start to associate the two mm. as one. Mm. So when you do sit your exam, you're going to be more likely to be relaxed because you've made that association, Beautiful. which is uh, really powerful. It can be very powerful. Um, you know, you want to do things like even, you know, think about the sounds and what's around you during your exam, every little bit. Um, obviously, we know it's going to be more effective if you know exactly what room you're in. So yeah, it's, a, it's a huge 
Yeah. The advantage now which room you're yeah, in. Because you can imagine it. Of course. You and then it starts to become it. real, starts to become a bit more normal. And for those of you who've sat in the sort of same exam halls over the years, this is a great position to be in because it just feels like another sort of situation where you know what's coming. You know where you're going to sit. You know what the view is outside. Mm -hmm. You can see everyone else around you. Yeah. So the more you can visualise what's actually going to happen, the, the again, the uncertainty reduces to a level that's better. Absolutely. So, guys, if you're around school at all in the next few uh, few days leading up to exams, go visit those rooms. Pop in. It's going to be powerful. You may not realise it, but the more regularly we do something, the more comfortable we are doing it. So it's a, if it's even walking to that room, come exam morning and you're walking there, you're going to be that much more relaxed. It, you may think, may not notice it, as we spoke before about change, it can be incremental, mm -hmm. but it is going to help. That is for sure. Look, I use us as an analogy when we did a, you know, some presentations at, at some schools that we've worked with. Um, and the first time we were presenting, like we didn't know where we were presenting, but then once we saw uh, the theatre where we were presenting, I mm. instantly felt more comfortable because I knew where the mic was. Yeah. I knew where the laptop was going to go on. And that took a little bit of that stress away. So Less we all experience it in different ways. Yeah. Um, so if you get yourself a chance, I mean, go visit a teacher and get some things clarified in the next few days is always a good idea. Um, and in, in, in the meantime, you should know where your mm. exam room is by now, um, given that the exam's on Tuesday or they should, schools mostly are pretty organised, I like to think, yeah. in this regard and have those kind of um, things organised for you. So please, that would be really, I think it's be really helpful and Yorgs being the professional here agrees. Well, it's debatable, Jimmy, but uh, <laughs> reducing the uncertainty is always helpful. Mm. And look, as we touched on earlier, don't see stress and anxiety as bad. Don't see nerves as mm. bad. These things are integral for us to function and perform, for us to act, they motivate us. So by perceiving these emotions as natural, it's gonna, I guess, reduce the chance that they're gonna exacerbate. And you may get in a vicious cycle of, oh my God, I'm nervous. This is bad, which makes us more nervous mm -hmm. and can uh, lead to emotions such as panic and all these things. But these emotions are good. They're actually they're healthy. They're healthy. They're helpful. Mm -hmm. You know, in, in many ways, they're your friend around these performances. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, but all those things we've touched on, we want you to continue throughout this difficult period. The self care, you know, whether it's breaks in your study. Um, whether it's looking after yourself with rewards, doing your relaxation, staying in the state, maintain your well-being during this yeah, difficult eating, period. Eating appropriately, even though you might not feel hungry, you know, having the right snacks, eating at the right times, all these things come into play um, heavily right now. And we've been talking about it for a long time because mm. they, they're so important, but now more, more than ever, because if you, you know, wake up and you're, you're nervous and then you're like, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to eat because I just can't. Because I don't feel like and it. And then an hour into that three hour English exam and you're starting to get hungry and then you're not thinking with clarity, like everything has an influence. So please try to keep these routines um, as tight as possible. Yeah. And guys, remember what was said a few times is that, you know, obviously we need to drink for energy levels, but it's important to note that the feelings of anxiety are generally going to suppress your appetite. You're not going to feel like eating because you're nervous, but even just a small amount of food, whether it's a shake or even an orange juice and a piece of fruit, it's going to help you feel less anxious. It's going to, uh, I guess, reduce those um, stress hormones just by having something in your stomach. It's going to help you get through these challenging moments as well. One thing I did want to uh, touch on is just thinking about, and we know we always talk about daily rewards, something to work towards, mm -hmm. helps us stay motivated, mm -hmm. uh, is think about how you're going to celebrate. 
the finish line moment. It, it, you may think, oh, that's going to distract me, but this is something to look forward to, again, to increase your motivation to get through this period, knowing that you've got this fun time to look forward to, or event. It's one of the best times of your life, sort of finishing what a up moment. year, what a year moment. 12, uh, your final exams, you've been on this journey for so long. If you're not going to celebrate it, if we don't celebrate mm. the end of, a, of like such a long journey, what's, yeah. what's the point, Yox? Yeah, we've just got to create light at the end of a tunnel sometimes because these tunnels are very long and arduous. This one in particular. Yeah, and you guys are just about there. You know, It's just around the corner, so remind yourselves of that. You've all done amazingly well to get through one of the most, if not the most challenging final year of any cohort in the history yeah. of VCE. You guys are going to go down as the... The, the cohort of all cohorts. Yeah, and I know a lot of you guys think that you've missed out on certain things. You've got things like formals we haven't been able to have, um, you know, graduation dinners, celebrations. But the one thing that you will have over every cohort, I think, um, that's gone before you is the resilience from getting through this year, mm -hmm. the adversity that you've overcome. And you probably don't understand, but it is going to set you in good stead for the rest of your life. It sure will. Like you probably don't see that right now and you... You've got every right to feel aggrieved with some of the things mm. that you have missed out on, but this is this is going to help you guys in future because you, if you can overcome a challenge like this, you can pretty much come uh, overcome any challenge that you face. Yeah, absolutely, guys. And uh, for many of you, this may be the last time you uh, listen to our voices and you're probably very thankful, but <laughs> we did want to wish a lot of you who are just about to finish year 12 and go on to the rest of your lives all the very best. Yeah, well, it's been, a, it's been a, an amazing year in... in in what we we're trying to sort of first time we've tried to, to do a podcast and, and sort of bring together our skill sets and we've hope you got something out of it we really enjoyed doing it um and we just wish you guys all the best uh as members or listeners of game plan um you know onwards and upwards to all of you absolutely remember guys the only limitations we have on in our lives are those we impose on ourselves so whatever you want to do in life follow your dreams and we uh, do wish you all the very best. Beautiful, beautiful words, Yogs. I think a tear is starting to roll down my cheek. <laughs> <laughs> let's go, let's revisit our schoolie, shall we? <laughs> yeah. Good times, good times. But yeah, all the best, guys. Take care of yourselves and all the best for your exams. All the best, guys.